Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. Marty from the United States who takes LDN for restless leg syndrome. Thank you for joining me, Marty. Oh, you're welcome. It's glad to be here. Could you tell us when you first noticed that there was something wrong with your with your legs? Right. Um, I just don't remember the year, but um, about two years worth of um, discomfort when I was sleeping, um, I thought was probably the result of arthritis in my hips. That's what it seemed to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after a while, I would just kind of dread going to bed because it was, I told my daughters, this is my my nightly torture that I have to face. And in, at the same time, my husband was working with someone about restless leg, but the way it was described to me, it didn't seem to be what I was experiencing because I didn't really feel the need to thrash my legs around or anything like that, I just, uh, it just didn't seem to be quite the same. But anyway, my husband um, was providing breath tests um, at his office, and he wanted me to be sort of a baseline because at the, that point we didn't think I had restless leg. Mm-hmm. So I took the breath test and failed miserably, Um I had a lot of methane, apparently, and so my husband, who is a physician, said, well, let's try you on Cefaxin and um, see if it works So, uh, with the pain in my legs. Mm-hmm. And I took it one night. The following night, the pain was completely gone. Wow. So it was in 24 hours. And... With Zyfaxin, you take it for a period of time, maybe two weeks or something like that, and then I started on LDN, which I view it as sort of a maintenance drug to keep away my restless leg, uh, to keep me regular, which I think it does. Um, And really, that's it. My husband asked me the other night if I noticed if my headaches had gotten less severe or had gone away, and... I used to have a lot of headaches, but uh, when I went on Weight Watchers in 2001, they they disappeared then. Um, I don't know why, really, but that's kind of what happened. And I still don't get very many headaches, and I don't know if it's a result of the LDN or not because I'm no longer on Weight Watchers. Um, So, you know, who knows? I don't know. Mm -hmm. When you Um, said you hadn't mm -hmm. got the typical... um, when I used to have restless legs, my legs used to thrash around an awful lot and ache, um, more of an ache than a, as a severe pain, if, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. if your legs weren't thrashing, what symptoms did you have with your legs? They ached. They ached ache. like okay. as if I did have, let's say you had arthritis in your hips and it would mm-hmm. sort of travel down your leg. And so I couldn't really be comfortable on my side because I thought that that's where the pain was stemming from was the hip. Mm. Um, And if I would just find one spot in the bed where I could just put my legs together and 
just sort of try to relax more than usual, I could at least get to sleep. Um, I didn't even really notice that when I got out of bed, the pain stopped. Um, I, we went to uh, Australia and New Zealand, I think, before I got um, LDN, or some big trip. Maybe it was um, California. But anyway, I remember being in the plane and kind of going crazy that my legs were bothering me so much. But again, I just it didn't seem to fit the description that I'd heard from Lenny what breast looks like. Cause I, our cousin had it, and this is how the whole thing happened for Lenny, is how he discovered it. Was our cousin suffered for 20 years, but he, he said his legs thrashed around, mm-hmm. and his wife couldn't sleep with him because he kept thrashing his legs. Well, I didn't do that. I just They just ached. Mm-hmm. Mm. And when you first started taking LDN, did you have any side effects? No, not a thing. Mm-hmm. And how long thing. did it take, uh, do you think, to, to work for you? Well, like I said, the faxing came first. Yes. And um, that was within 24 hours. My pain okay. was gone. Okay. So then, then when that, I ended that after two weeks and then started the LDN, it just never okay. came back except okay. for a couple times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kept it at bay, basically. Stopped it from exactly. coming back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. It's like a wonder drug. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess, um, what would you say to other people who've got restless legs? Oh, my gosh. I would say to take the breath test. um, What is the breath test? Well, I don't... You need to get that information from my husband, but it's a way of measuring the... uh, I guess gas and other things in your respiratory system or comes up from the, I don't really, I don't hate to say because I don't want to say anything wrong. Yes. But anyway, it's a way of measuring whatever's down there and what it is and how mm-hmm. much of it you have. And it's from that that um, they can make a determination of whether or not LDN would work for you. But honestly, please don't quote me on any part of that because I, I just don't want to be the one to say anything That's wrong fine. about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's it's served a, a great purpose for uh, finding things out like that. Yes. <clears throat> Thank you very much for sharing your experience with us. Sure, sure. I'd like to introduce Mary from Scotland, and Mary has multiple sclerosis. Welcome, Mary. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you for welcoming me. Yep. So, could you tell us when were you diagnosed with MS? Well, I thought I was diagnosed in confirmed diagnosis 2009 but when I got my medical notes to get LDN it was actually 2008 was a formal diagnosis mm-hmm. after a spell of optic neuritis and kind of vertigo dizziness and then I lost the power of my left leg not for long you're talking hours but it just went numb one day and wouldn't do what I wanted it to do mm-hmm. so after a few MRIs um, well one MRI initially and it was a clinically isolated episode and then six months later, another MRI, and after that, they diagnosed it. But I think my doctor, who's been our family GP from I was a youngster, um, and also my mum's GP, who had MS as well, kind of seen the signs and knew when I was telling him about my symptoms mm. straight away that something was going on. Yeah. So 
three years now. Yeah, nearly three years. So, yeah, but doing fine, thankfully, um, and coping as best I can, yeah, and doing fine, working full-time still, and LDN's been a lifesaver for me, really it has, you know, so um, I'm so delighted I started it, and with your help, you helped me along when I first initially got the prescription and everything, so yeah, that's been good. So, how did you manage to get a prescription? Did your own GP prescribe it for you? No, he didn't actually. Um, first, when I mentioned it to my neurologist at the Southern General, he totally foo-fooed it, didn't want to know. That was the first year. But when I went back the second year, I mentioned it to him again, and he said, well, there is indications, and he was more favourable for it. But mm-hmm. he said, I can write a referral for you, for your GP, but it's up to your GP whether he prescribes. And my mm-hmm. doctor's very much, he said, maybe we'll give it a year and I'm backing you on it and I'll monitor you on it and then we'll take it from there. So my year's nearly up mm-hmm. and therefore we'll see what happens now. But no, I've just been going down the e-med route and getting mm-hmm. it that way. And I'm very lucky, Dixon's a chemist, is five minutes away from me here in Glasgow. So yeah. I just go down and get it, you know. So it's been, mm-hmm. it's been really good, you know. I can't, as such, compare it. The only thing I can compare it to because my MS has been quite... Well, hopefully it's been mild and this is the way it'll go. Um, I've not, well, if I've had a relapse, Linda, I'm unaware of it. It's not been enough to stop me in any way. Mm-hmm. Fatigue was a big thing. It's definitely, definitely diminished. Um, the bladder was terrible. It's diminished that. And I think my dizziness and balance has improved. And mm-hmm. I think, if I, I know, what I do know, if I miss LDN, and I've done that twice when we've been in Ireland, and I've maybe forgotten because of family functions, whatever, um, I don't drink or anything like that, so I can't think it's anything to do with that. But I know the next day, if I've forgotten to take my LDN, my left mm-hmm. leg is extremely sore. Mm-hmm. Did you have so, any introductory side effects when you first started? Do you know, I didn't at all, not at all. I started off gradually, 0.5, worked worked my way up. If I go beyond the 3.5, I find it's more pronounced, this left leg, which is strange. I don't know if that's in my mind or what, but I've tried it a couple of times to go up to 4 and then the maximum 4.5, but I've always went back to 3.5 and I've stuck at that. Well, a lot of people actually say that once they go past what Definitely. 
give it a go. Now, the worry a lot, to a lot of people, including myself at the beginning, was all oh, emailed and having to subscribe, and then you have to get Dixons, and it was all mixed up. At first, it is overwhelming. I think your head's still kind of swimming about all the different things, but it's the easiest thing in the world to do. And £17.50, it's well worth it. It's money well spent. You know, and hopefully people can get it more prescribed. That's what we would love for everybody, you know, mm. um, and everybody will plan and fighting for that, myself included. But until that time, I would definitely say give it a go. Nothing to lose. Definitely. Well, thank you very much for sharing your story with us, Mary. Really appreciate Absolutely it. Absolutely welcome. I hope it helps. I'd like to introduce Zora, who's originally from the Slovakia, um, she's now in Trinidad, Tobago, in the Caribbean region. Welcome, Zora. Thank you. Well, uh, hello. <laughs> Could you tell us when you first noticed your MS symptoms? Um, in 1980, um, 81, after my daughter, last daughter was born, when she was about six months old, that will be just around 80, 81. Mm-hmm. And what symptoms were you noticing at that time? I started having uh, uh, lower back pains, excruciating pains. I uh, couldn't get off the bed and I uh, went to doctors and um, they first they found that my, I have a infection, woman infection. It was treated and then uh, the pain continued and the doctor said it has nothing to do with any gynecological things, there is bones. I went from doctor to doctor, some doctor said that I am a hyperactive uh, imaginary housewife who needs Ugh. some um, other attraction. Uh, uh, people looked at me, I was drunk. Uh, another person told me I have arthritis. Actually, when a doctor told me I have arthritis, Mm -hmm. And so it went for a little while till uh, in 1983 I managed to get to London to um, is it in at Queen Square the new uh, hospital yes. uh, neurological hospital and um, I uh, went there and um, I had a, 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 a the lumbar puncture and everything I all the tests I had to have done. I think I stand and stay there about two weeks or something in a hospital. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, they sort of said, I don't know yet, uh, and uh, they said that they will see me in about three, four months. I said, okay, but in, within this time, can I go to visit home, Slovakia? They said, no, no, uh, yes, no problem. So I went, and in Slovakia, I managed to get the sciatic nerve inflamed like and it was like a first attack mm -hmm. so I landed up in a hospital this time it was for more than a month again all the tests had to be done all over um, this what upset me with the medical people um, they did not accept uh, the results from the London hospital and I had to do all over all the tests and I think it is the same thing. If I go anywhere else with the results from uh, Slovakia or Prague, what I have, they don't accept it. I have to do all the tests all over. Mm -hmm. And um, then uh, he said in Slovakia is uh, definite, definite 
MS. And last uh, thing I can remember, he said, but you will finish in a wheelchair. Mm. So I said, what a nice bedside manners. That made your day. <laughs> How? Oh, 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 I mean, in London, I was just a number. I was not a human being. Mm. That, uh, it, um, you know, this sort of puts you off even trying to go sometimes to doctors. Mm. But I think uh, it had changed since then. Uh, they, uh, they are a little bit more understanding. They know more what it is. Because those days, um, they were totally buffered in London that how come MS has, uh, that you have a pain with MS. Uh, when I went to Slovakia, everybody had a pain with MS. So uh, at the early stages in the 80s, like uh, in London, a lot of MS people didn't have any... Uh, excuse me, can you stop? Yeah, okay. Yes. Sorry about that. My grandson just walked in. Okay. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people didn't have pain with MS at the beginning. Mm -hmm. At least it was not reported. I don't know. So, um, in Slovakia, after one month, I had to stay uh, about another month or so till he made sure that I have everything alright, that I'm organized as far as the tablets were concerned and so on. So I said to myself, uh, all right, I, I already know what it is. Um, it doesn't make a sense to go back to the hospital in London. Let me go back home. At that time, 1983, my last child was just two, three years old. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, I miss them terribly. I have three daughters, so I came home. And in Trinidad and Tobago, there was absolutely no... People have no idea what it was. They did not know what to, how to treat it. They did not know anything. So I was basically on my own. Okay. And um, at the beginning, it uh, hit me more cognitively that I completely started forgetting everything. Even dialing telephone number there, those days we had the dials. Mm -hmm. So I finished dialing two numbers. I, I don't know uh, what did I dial. I don't know which part of the num uh, telephone number I was supposed to continue dialing. Um, there was a situation like uh, children went to school and so on, and all the breakfast dishes were on a table. And I just was crying because I did not know how to start cleaning it up. It was total mental confusion and um, trying to uh, remember messages after I put down the phone uh, was very scary because I couldn't remember. So I had to be writing it as people were talking because my husband needed the messages, those messages, business messages. And uh, that was one part which was bad and then the fatigue was excruciating. Uh, so much so that uh, the washing, I mean you have little children, so those are little bits and pieces. Try to lift up one little uh, t-shirt was like uh, lifting up a ton and to hanging it on a line. So I used to go to bed exhausted 
waking up even more exhausted. Mm -hmm. And um, I was just going very fast downhill. Doesn't matter what I was reading, it didn't show nobody were having this kind of sort of uh, uh, res uh, pro uh, regression or progress or whatever of the of the disease. Uh, so I was wondering, I even asked, I had a few doctors, friends here, and they said, yes, that there is one type which goes uh, so rapidly down. And then I, uh, 1988, literally I landed in bed. And I was in bed for about eight years, couldn't get off the bed. and. Um, I even went to Prague to have some steroids injection and Imuran into the spine. Apparently it can help put you on the on your feet. That didn't help at all. So um I don't know how, why and when it started sort of easing up and I around ninety six, ninety seven I managed to get off the bed friend of mine came to visit me, she said, Zora, let's go out to do some course, evening course. I said, I, I'm not ready yet, I can't even sit properly in a wheelchair for so many hours. She said, don't worry, you will manage. So I went. That meant I had to stuff myself with the tablet. That day I didn't get off the bed till I was ready to go to school. I did a guidance and counseling for three years. I liked it very much. Afterwards, I uh, try uh, some voluntary work. It worked for a little while. After that, I said, uh, this is not uh, my idea like this. So I stayed home and started doing uh, greeting cards and so on. And finally, now in 2009, I started going to school doing graphic design, associate degree. And I'm now in third year. Health-wise, it was still going sort of down the hill. One day I will be a little bit better than the other day. And then suddenly when I started hearing about LDN, I watched one uh, group on Yahoo for about two years. I read, read every single uh, email. Because I tried a lot of things beside what I said, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And every time I got disappointed. And this come and LDN. So I said, this is uh, far fetched. This is uh, too easy to be true. So um, I, I watched and I looked at the, at the emails, read them, and so on. And eventually, after two years, I said, you see what? I'll let me try this. This is not ex expensive. I don't need to go anywhere and anything like that. Let me try to organize it with my doctor here and so on. I got it organized and I started getting it uh, through Miami. I think it was somebody called Steve Pharmacy or something like that. And they were doing the LDN and capsule. So yeah, it was a little bit uh, more expensive. It was something like a 40 US dollars per month or something like that at that time and somehow that didn't work with me 
It didn't, um, I didn't do anything to me. So I said, okay, let me try the heavy LDN tablet, which is 50 milligram, without the fillers and so on. I will dilute it in the uh, filtered water from a fridge, put it in a fridge, and I will use as much uh, uh, as it says, uh, 1.5 or how much uh, milliliters to do. I read it, and so I, according to that, I I doing it. And I'm all on NLDN, I think, more than five years. Mm-hmm. And um, there are no fantastic differences. But I don't have any fatigue. I have not heavy hands. I don't have feel that if I go, let's say, to the kitchen and I try to cook with the ladies I have here, um, I wouldn't tell them that I can't do anymore. I will finish the job with them. Uh, I will cut their vegetables and so on. What I cannot do, I'll tell them I really cannot do it. And I find I have more energy, right? Um, mm-hmm. People have to understand I started LDN when I already had MS for very, very long time. So. Probably for those people, it is not such a fantastic difference. But I feel, because I read somewhere that you do not know what LDN is doing. It might not be showing anything, but it is helping to heal the body. If that is true or not, maybe. I have not the the MS did not pro, uh, progress since I started taking LDN. That's amazing. What about cognitively? Do you find that you've got clarity now of mind? I um, that one. I worked very hard when it started in eighties, and mm. I worked like uh, I was playing uh, uh, scrabbles and uh, reading a lot, try to repeating things what I read and so on. So that uh, that. Declared uh, by my hard work, so I did not have that problem when I started LDN. Where I had a problem that I could not do a lot of things. Uh, let's say uh, we are going to cook lunch, right? I will finish it halfway, and then I have to say I cannot do it anymore. My hands are too tired. And um, when you're sitting in a wheelchair, and you have to cut vegetables. Uh, you have to be more or less in this sort of position cutting, yes, depending mm-hmm. on how your table is, which is not very uh, comfortable and uh, it's uh, pretty hard. Um, so um, I would not have been able to, to finish the jobs I uh, wanted to do. But now uh, I can, anytime I say, well, let's go and do this, I will do this part, I will finish the part. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, um, it's not so difficult. Yes. yes, I still can find that sometimes holding a telephone uh, at the angle for some reason uh, for uh, is too difficult. So okay, I have a, a headphones as well for that. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I can read, I can write, I can type. I use a lot, um, a lot of time. I using the computer. Uh, Delicate things like, for instance, when we are designing in a graphic design and so on, 
uh, take me much longer than uh, the other students because uh, sometimes I cannot uh, focus the mouse so uh, so uh, precisely. Mm -hmm. It will take me much longer time. But uh, uh, and there because there is not feelings in the in the fingers as they should be. Yes, I will be holding needle. If I close my eyes, I don't know that I'm holding a needle. Mm -hmm. So I must be extremely careful if I'm holding the needle. Uh, so I don't drop it and so on. But other than that, uh, uh, you know, I, I can do quite a lot of things uh, with my hands. What would you say to other people who are thinking of trying LDN? I think um, this is one of the best ways to try to see if it will work for you because it's not expensive. I mean, I have to, uh, I have to pay it for myself, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we do not have uh, such a health uh, system as in London. Uh, so I find, I find, by all means, try it. And I have been uh, talking to some of MS people here in Trinidad. I even um, try to um, even share my own tablets with them, and I tell them how to do it and so on. And I said, try it. Um, both of them, whom I gave it to, they said, oh yes, they feel different. They feel better. Mm -hmm. But I don't know why they are not interested in uh, continuing. Probably it's too, too much uh, to organize. I even told them I helped them organize it because I know how it is to try to organize when you have MS. It's very difficult. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we need a lot of help uh, from other able people to help us to, li uh, to live uh, a satisfactory life. Mm -hmm. uh, there is uh, uh, no doubt in my mind about it because I am 90% dependent on other people. That little percent, uh, what I do, that is nothing. I cannot get off my bed. I cannot see about myself. Uh, I So uh, I need people around me. Mm -hmm. But I still can do certain things. I can crochet. I can a little bit embroider. That is a little bit difficult, but if it's a bigger needle, I can a little bit embroider. Mm -hmm. But crochet is pretty tedious, and I will crochet. That's very good. And typing, uh, I mean, I'm on a computer sometimes 10 hours a day if I, if I can be. Uh, recently I got iPad because uh, sometimes I want to do some research on, on internet uh, when I go to bed and I don't sleep as much as I slept before. So I uh, managed to get iPad so I can do my research and oh I love it. <laughs> um, actually yesterday I went, um, a friend of mine was having a final exams, um, she's doing bachelor's in education for special children. And uh, one of the things was uh, technology and how does handicapped people use the technology. So I went there, anything would I had, even uh, electro, uh, um, yes, electric peel, potato peel I took and whatever I could have grasped in a short notice because she didn't give me much time. And I went and, um, you know, I, I, I went to ask, um, really interesting to see and I was quite happy to see that uh, 
certain things are happening even in Trinidad and Tobago and hopefully that was in probably 10-15 years we should have uh, more response how people are aware about handicapped people and so on. Well thank you very much for sharing your story with us Sora, I really appreciate it. Oh yeah, very welcome anytime, uh, if that means that other, it will help other people anytime. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.